This is CQ Roll Call's policy briefs, the latest in policy news from the CQ Roll Call newsroom. I'm Marilyn McIntyre, and this is what you need to know about the spending bill. I'm here to break it down for you. Here are the top three things in healthcare you need to know. Let's start with public health funding. This massive package includes funding boosts for agencies like the National Institutes of Health and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention for the fiscal year that began in October. The boosts for NIH funding are set to go to areas like Alzheimer's research, brain research, and flu vaccine research, while new CDC money would go towards influenza planning, improving public health preparedness, increasing epidemiologic and laboratory capacity, and strengthening the public health workforce. It also includes more funding for the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration. Those agencies are also all set to gain additional funding through the coronavirus relief package that is included in this bill. Congress has allocated money for vaccine manufacturing and distribution, costs related to testing and contact tracing, research on the long-term effects of COVID-19, the manufacturing of therapeutics and mental health programs, as well as many other areas. Then there's surprise medical billing. After years of work on these often expensive bills, which patients typically get when they either receive emergency care or have a doctor for scheduled care, like an anesthesiologist who is not covered by their insurance network, Congress has taken steps to protect patients from receiving them beginning in 2022. The years-long process to prohibit surprise medical bills showed how difficult it can be to pass legislation that's considered a bipartisan priority, and it also showed the flex of healthcare providers and hospitals who were able to greatly influence the final bill to their favored outcome to resolve payment disputes through a process called arbitration. Finally, this measure would extend several healthcare programs. It would extend funding for community health centers, teaching health centers, and the National Health Service Corps at their current funding levels through the fiscal year 2023. It would delay cuts to disproportionate share hospitals, which serve a higher than average number of Medicaid patients, also through 2023. It would extend access to telehealth under Medicare. It would also boost payments to physicians under the Medicare Physician Fee Schedule by $3 billion, and that is just a sampling of the health extenders included in this package. That's all for me. I'm Marilyn McIntyre with CQ Roll Call.